at Koketso Sachane and at SAFM Radio on Twitter. Eight minutes past four. If we are to deal with alcohol abuse in our country or excessive alcohol drinking in the country, we also need liquor traders to play their part. It is therefore good to hear liquor traders saying they are pledging um, to support government efforts to reduce alcohol-related incidents, particularly at this time as we're all about to usher in the new year. To speak to us on this, uh, convener of the National Liquor Traders is Lakin Timani joining us now on the line. Thank you very much for making time. Welcome to BTH, Lakin. Thank you so much, Brako Keto, and wishing uh, SFM listeners a festive season to remember. Same to you and, of course, uh, the conglomerate of traders that form part of your association. We all have a responsibility, Lucky, to do the right thing at this time of the year. The role that liquor traders play as well is equally important in assisting all of us uh, to be safer. What are you pledging to do? What steps are you taking uh, to ensure that uh, we we do not or at least reduce the incidence of alcohol-related uh, crimes and actions that we are seeing. I think the time for you know for liquor traders to sit in a corner in this period and not contribute positively to society through real actions that will make a difference in ensuring that it. But for communities that operate in, I think uh, you know it, it, it must come to an end. Hence, mm. we have taken this uh, proactive role uh, in working very closely with the Minister of Police as well as the South African Police Services as part of Safe Access Season campaign, where we commit ourselves to ensuring that, you know, we create safe zones that anyone who comes into our establishment will be safe. But importantly, that we're going to sell alcohol in a responsible way, but also ensure that we deal with the issue of underage drinking that has gripped our country for so long now. Hence, our traders now made a pledge that if there's any reasonable apprehension that anyone coming to our establishment, you know, is not of the right legal age, we're going to demand that such a person produce an ID, and if they're not able to, we're not going to serve them. But also, we need to encourage our patrons that are coming to buy from our establishment that they should not drink and drive. We know that this is a tall order. We'll not be able to change everyone's mind. But if it can change or save one or two lives, that will be good for us. Hence, we're now taking that practice stance to say, enough is enough. Let us do our part as liquid traders. Lagin Timani is convener of the National Liquor Traders uh, with us on BTH. And I'm glad to hear of the the commitment, at least, um, like, but one thing that comes into play, um, especially at this time of the year, is an opportunity to maximize on profit. So while noting the pledge, and especially from those who um, have uh, supported or are supporting uh, this position, how do you navigate between the need for profit um, versus responsibility. We, we fully understand that you know this is a period in which uh, us as liquor traders uh, we make the most profit uh, in the year. But I think we also need to realize, and COVID nineteen has taught us this, that you know we need to support our communities. And hence, we are on record as saying that we see ourselves as being members of community and society before we are liquor traders. Hence, we need to put the lives of our people in this important period ahead of our profits. We know that you know we'll have rotten apples. We'll have those that will put the profits ahead of the lives of our people. But we're then saying to members of communities and society that we need to report those people that are not observing the liquor regulations that govern how we're creating up. We need, because of the relationship that we currently have with the police, police have acted, and we've seen the results of this, they have acted swiftly, you know, with those liquor traders that have not been compliant with the relevant legislation. 
So we are confident, uh, that you know, working together with our communities, working together with our police, we can indeed create a safe space for people to consume and enjoy alcohol in a responsible manner. That's exactly what we want. In speaking of um, the what you already touched on, making sure that alcohol is not sold to persons under the age of 18, uh, one remembers what happened in uh, Enyobeni. Uh, and the number of young people that were killed there who should not have been there in the first first place at a drinking establishment, notwithstanding the reasons given as to why they died. Did that incident or has any of these incidents like he had any impact on uh, members of your association in how they do business? Yes, indeed. And what we have done is actually to partner with the Consumer Goods Council of South Africa insofar as eliminating the issue of illicit and counterfeit alcohol because uh, as you might recall you know there was uh, the the mention that those kids might have consumed alcohol that was laced with poison or that was uh, produced uh, in a counterfeit manner so in our partnership with consumer goods council of south africa uh, we now have a toll-free number where people can uh, report anonymously any instances of illicit or counterfeit alcohol that might be taking place in their area and with your indulgence I would like maybe to mention the number for our listeners uh, so that they can take note of it and uh, make use of it if they come across issues of uh, illicit or counterfeit alcohol. And the number is 0800-014-856. I'll repeat it again, 0800-014-856. But also importantly is to note that uh, the incidents of underage drinking in the country uh, have been prevalent. And I think we've managed to sweep this matter under the carpet. You know, I think the issue of Enyobeni opened up our eyes where we made a commitment as traders that we are going to ensure that, you know, anyone with a school uniform is not even allowed to enter our premises to buy a non-alcoholic product with a cold drink or water. We do not allow such people to actually be in our vicinity. We think that is going to go a long way in ensuring that we safeguard our spaces and we ensure that we protect our environment to be only for others that are of the right drinking age. The number that you gave, like while of course um, you, you mentioned it uh, to be used around counterfeit goods, can as as patrons uh, also use the same number to to report establishments that um, do differently to this pledge, do differently or break the law in general? No, no, the number is only reserved for illicit and counterfeit alcohol, but. I think, as you've seen, and where you're heading with this, it's important. That is something that we need to look into in terms of ensuring that the accountability uh, also is in the hands of communities and society in reporting uh, instances of uh, non-compliance legislation. But I think it's something that we definitely need to look at and uh, and compel the alcohol industry to actually find such an initiative so we can feel free to report any instance of uh, negligence on the part of liquor trade. All right. Thank you very much for uh, stepping up, Lucky, as a, as a, an association and for making time to uh, speak to us this afternoon. Lucky Ndimani there is convener of the National Liquor Traders, um, a pledge that they have made, a commitment that they have made to partner with government, to partner with uh, communities uh, in uh, reducing reducing the abuse of alcohol in many different ways, um, commitments that they have made. In, in, in listening to what um, like he speaks to, what they, these establishments should be doing, and having spent a bit of time over the past couple of weeks, if not days, more at home, 
what is and what has been uh, the manner in which the liquor establishments in your area, how have they been doing business? And have you even seen anyone uh, stepping in and saying, these young people need to go? What also to this, what responsibility do we have as community members in stopping young people from going into these establishments? Or is it a case of, not my child, not going to do anything about it?